eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Thanks for listening to us on the Odyssey app. And, of course, we love the fact that um, we love the fact that you're watching us on YouTube because we've seen how many people appreciate it and are watching it and are downloading it. And we can't say enough good things about you for uh, making us a part of your life on on uh, youtube as well all right daryl you want to hop into this weekend or any other news you want to talk about from the week um well i mean we can wrap up our oc conversation because I, I i look I, I think that that's a major component of this whole situation you know kevin stefanski is in a position where he's probably getting a contract extension he should get a contract extension this offseason you know does he want to give that up um when uh ken Carmen and Anthony Lima had uh, Stefanski on the morning show last January. Uh, mm. Stefanski uh, had mentioned, you know, hey, it is really exhausting calling plays. Like you have, you're making all these split second decisions and you don't have a lot of time to do it. And by the time you're done with the game, you're spent, whatever. So, does is the next evolution for Kevin Stefanski becoming the CEO head coach, right? Where right. you delegate. Okay. Yeah. If I don't like something, I'm going to jump in and overrule you. But you know, you're going to handle the the play calling on a game day thing. And and I got to be honest with you, Andy. Part of me, no, I I want Kevin to call the plays because I I've seen Kevin call plays for four years, and I think it's one of the best things he does. Um, I I really do. He he does a lot of other things good. Um, I, I really respect and appreciate how open to change he is like he's not stuck in his ways that it's my way or the highway and this is how we do things and that's it and he he's very open-minded and that's part and parcel to this whole decision you know to uh to, to make a change with uh 
some of these spots on the coaching staff. So um, I'm interested to see how that's going to play out. And, and again, if it's a position coach, it tells me Kevin's retaining play calling duties. If it's not, if it is a, a, a proven former head coach or former offensive coordinator, then that signals to me Kevin's going to give that up and become a CEO uh, type of coach. And there's nothing wrong with that as well. But I just feel like Kevin's really good at calling plays. And what he needs is someone to, to assist him with thought processes, you know, creativity, drawing things up, coming up with game plans and, and things like that, um, which is kind of what Alex Van Pelt did for him. Uh, and again, I feel like Alex did uh, a really good job. So, but this is all about Deshaun. To me, the the, the candidates. If you gave it, it to me, it's the Deshaun. It's the Sean McVay thing, right? You know the the Sean McVay jokes. If you were a water boy for Sean McVay, congratulations, you're a candidate now to become an NFL head coach. Right. So my thing is, if you ever gave Deshaun Watson water at practice, congratulations, you are now a candidate to become his offensive coordinator here in Cleveland. Bobby just, Boucher, there's a chance. I just, I because I, I just, I feel like that it's so important that they bring someone in that can really help Deshaun get to get back to the level he was, if not even get to a higher level. And I do feel like that that's part of the driving force behind uh, this move as well. So um, that's that's what needs to to happen though, because they've got so much invested in Deshaun. They they need this guy to return to the player he was with the Texans desperately. Like, uh, I, you know, Joe Flacco ha- has one fewer touchdown pass in five games than Deshaun Watson has in 12 games. Right. That, that, that That's concerning to me. I'm sorry. Uh, we've seen streaks of brilliance from Deshaun. The Tennessee game, he was fantastic. He would have thrown for 300 yards if he didn't get the last couple series off. Uh, or, you know... Uh, Amari Cooper wasn't called out of bounds on a catch when he shouldn't have been called out of bounds on the catch, right? Um, right. You know, I, the Baltimore game where he was just banged up, right? The ankle, the shoulder, he was just a mess. But 13 for 13 in the second half, Browns rally back uh, from double digits down and beats Baltimore at the gun, uh, 33-31. Like, so we've seen glimpses of greatness from Deshaun, but that's not what we need to see from him. We need to see a consistent level of greatness from Deshaun and pre Browns. is what Yeah. We need to I, see. I mean, it, and I understand people say well, that might sound unfair. No, not for $46 million a year. It's not unfair. Like they brought him in to be an MVP caliber top tier quarterback that this franchise has been looking for, for decades. That That's why they, Gave up six draft picks. That's why they fully guaranteed his contract. So getting 12 games out of him, getting rust, and then unfortunately having to deal with the injury stuff this year, like I, 2024 is a big year to start seeing return on that investment because you're right in the middle of that contract. And if it doesn't work in 2024, Andy, I don't want to think about what the worst case scenario then becomes because then they have to start planning for post Deshaun. You can't give right. a contract extension. At some point, you're going to have to swallow the the salary cap hit and whatever. But they're all in this year. They're most likely going to be all in again in 2025 with this particular core. But by then, we'll have the referendum on Deshaun 
and, you know, potentially then might have to go through a painful rebuilding process after that, unless Deshaun returns to the player we've seen in Houston. So again, I realize like I'm coming off as being tough or a hater or whatever. That's not my intent. I'm just trying to explain to people the reality of the situation that the Browns are in this off season. Like they, they have got to get him back to that superstar caliber player because what we saw from Joe Flacco was fun to watch. That was exciting football. By the way, that's what modern NFL offense looks like. And that's what we need to see from Deshaun Watson for 17 games and then the playoffs going forward. So um, to me, Joe Flacco has set the standard. Uh, to me, he's kind of made Deshaun look a little bad, right? Mm -hmm. um, in, in some respects. Uh, so that that's just where the bar is now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, it's, it's about making the playoffs. It's about winning playoff games going forward, trying to win a division, you know, competing for that. Um, they haven't done that since 1989. So the bar has been raised. We are past popping victory beers and, and opening refrigerators. We, we, we are at that. The, the, it's winning time. And you have a coach right now who's the winningest, most successful coach this franchise has had since Marty Schottenheimer and you have people in this town that still want to ride the guy on a rail out of town. And sure. I don't understand it. I, I just, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't make sense to me. He's, he made two critical changes last off season, defensive coordinator, special teams worked out beautifully. So let's have some faith that the changes while surprising, right. Caught us off guard right. while they're surprising. Let's, let's have some faith. <laughs> Kevin knows what the hell he's doing and give him the benefit of the doubt to go ahead and bring in some fresh voices to, you know, get Deshaun, back to that superstar level. Yeah, with three new coordinators in the last, what, 14 months, there's no more excuses at the end of this thing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Daryl, let's go through some of the games over yeah. the weekend. We've got four games left. Let's spend about 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, we got All right, so Houston, Packers, I got 49ers. Packers, 49ers. You want to start with that one? I yeah. love the fact that the Packers are there. They figured out a way to uh, take care of Dallas last week. I don't see them beating the 49ers, but, man, it's a fun story, and I'd like to see them to continue on. Thoughts? Uh, I'm going San Francisco over Green Bay. Uh, my actually, my my uh, my picks are all chalk. I, I don't I don't see an upset this weekend. I really don't. Well, the the other part about that, and we had a good conversation um, uh, with Nick, our uh, Odyssey betting sports insider, <laughs> that you should look for Green Bay to take the ball first. Yeah, and then you're going to have to have San Francisco chase them rather than the traditional. Now, let's say I want the ball the second half. By so the you way, can try to get the ball twice. Joe Flacco took. You take the ball first with him, and you you got seven nothing leads in five of his six starts. Like again, these are things that we're not used to seeing. This is the excitement that that guy brought. So need right. that from Deshaun. Okay, uh, right. let's go. Uh, uh, that's the second game on Saturday. The right. first game is in the AFC, and that of course is the Houston Texans and Baltimore Ravens. Under no circumstances are we rooting for Baltimore. Correct. Correct. But there's the reality that Baltimore is really, really good. 
So there are two things that I think you can look for in this game. One, I'm wondering what Baltimore is going to look like right out of the gate. And I selfishly, I want Houston to win because it's going to make me flatten out the Browns loss a little bit more. And it'll make me feel a little bit better that maybe, hey, the Browns lost to the best team or the hottest team in the NFL other than Buffalo to see what they're going to do this week. But that they were able to, um, you know, that if the Browns did lose, they lost to an unworthy opponent that was able to knock off the number one seed. I, I, I don't think Houston's going to be able to. But man, watching C.J. Stroud is a lot of fun. Maybe we'll get to see him at work for two halves instead of one this time. Yeah, the first game on Sunday, I'm really conflicted about this. Um, Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Detroit taking on the Lions. And uh, I'm I'm obviously, I'm rooting for the Lions. They, they, they've just been through so much pain. I would love nothing more than to see the Lions in a Super Bowl at some point here. Um, but I, I am going to take the Lions at home over Baker and the Bucs. I mean, I, I, that that game the other night at Ford Field, you know, Stafford v. Goff, th that atmosphere, just watching it on TV, seemed like it just was bananas. Like, it just, it was just so incredible. It's what you would see here. Yes. Right? It's Because their fan base is very close to, I mean, we're the same. Yeah. Buffalo, too, all of us, except for the jumping into the pit thing in Baltimore and Buffalo, which is mind-blowing to me. But... Well, um, again, I'm not rooting against Baker Mayfield. If Baker Mayfield wins, I'm not rooting against him. Yeah. I'm rooting for the Detroit story because I want the Lions to win just because we understand their pain and misery. I just don't want to be up on the board that says, look at all these teams that haven't done this, and then we're the only team left. So I don't want to be that team. So basically, you know if, the, if the Texans and Jaguars and the Lions get to the Super Bowl, we're going to be very unhappy people. At least we know we're not going to be alone. And at least one of those teams won't be there. <laughs> right. Uh, and then the, the, uh, to wrap up the weekend, uh, to me, I think, uh, this has the potential to be the best game of the weekend, Kansas city at Buffalo. Um, I, uh, did we do green Bay in San Francisco? Yeah, we did. That was, I, okay, okay. I, I goofed Tampa, Detroit, and, uh, Houston. Yeah, Baltimore. yeah, you're right. Kansas city and Buffalo. Okay. So your thoughts I am, on uh, I think Kansas city goes into Buffalo and wins that game. Uh, but I can't wait for Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, another installment of that. Um, I would like to see a Bills Lions Super Bowl, though. So I'm I my brain is taking the Chiefs, but I guess my rooting interest, I want to see the Bills win. Um, I think Kansas City's gonna win this game. I think Buffalo's really banged up on defense, and they were taken down with injuries last weekend. Buffalo could be in some real trouble in this game, and uh we'll see. And I'm rooting for uh do you think we'll have an engagement after the game? Travis getting engaged? Not after the game. Taylor and Travis after the game? Yeah. I. I by the you, way, uh, did you see this? Apparently, we've been saying Kelsey wrong. No, there's two different ways to say it. I've asked. I asked Ed this on the air. Okay. I have a clip. You could say Kels, but both the the boys have said everyone says Kelsey, so it's okay. It's not a big deal. Okay. They but, don't care. But they don't care. I, I know they don't care, but I, I'm the journalist in me. What is the accurate pronunciation? They will tell you it's either way. That's the last thing. Okay. Because when Ed was on the air with us last year, okay, I said, can you just correct this? Is it Kels or Kelsey? And he goes, traditionally, historically, throughout their, you know, the lineage, lineage. of that name, yeah. it's been kind of Kels. But they, everyone, so many people call them Kelsey. Over, It's like Cleveland, right? How do you spell Cleveland? What's the well, right way to spell? It, the, the, it used to be spelled C-L-E-A. That's right. But since the newspaper screwed up, 
what what people ended up doing made it reality. Well, that's what a shocker. Media screwed up. That's the legend. Do we know that that's actually true? Yeah, because Moses Cleveland's statue down there in the flats is spelled wrong. Okay, I'm I'm just asking. So okay, so there is no controversy. There is no controversy. So Jim Nance and every other broadcaster in history has been making the same mistake that I have. That's good to know. It's not a mistake. Those guys will tell you it's not a mistake. Don't worry about it. Daryl, thank you. You did a good job on the morning show on Friday, too, by the way. Appreciate it. Um, Meredith Kane, our outstanding producer, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Back with more podcasts in the near future.